BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now live from LaBelle Edwards Stadium, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. For the first time ever on a Saturday, March 29th, BYU Sports Nation coming to you live from LaBelle Edwards Edwards Stadium. Stadium. I don't care that it's March, we're in LaBelle Edwards Stadium, there's football here, this is awesome. Hashtag everything is awesome. <laughs> that is Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. Great to have you with us wherever and however you may be joining us. Certainly great to be talking about football in March. But first things first, let's get it started right. Countdown to Connecticut. 153 and zero. That's right. Women's hoops, they take on the Yukon Huskies later today in the Sweet 16 for a chance to move on to the Elite Eight. But, but we're talking football today. This Absolutely. Is, this, and this as we football. speak, they're finishing up the scrimmage behind us on the field. As soon as it ends, we'll have live reaction with players and coaches from that. Jordan Johnson will join us here in a moment on set. Uh, all things football and, and a big day in Cougar sports. Women's hoops versus Connecticut, Sweet 16. Men's volleyball can lock up the number one seed in the conference tournament tonight against UCLA. That's live on BYU TV at 9 Eastern. Tons going on it today. It is a Saturday special. It's awesome. Oh, here, here's the thing. Think about the next time BYU football will play a game. It's going to be for real. It's, it's going to be against gonna Connecticut be for real. 153 days. days. That's right. <laughs> Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and get involved with this Saturday special. You can tweet your questions for our guests. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We want you to get involved and get answers to the things that you're wondering about. And if you have questions for us, we'd love to answer those during the broadcast today. We'll be on for at least an hour here from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. As a reminder, you can always listen to our show Monday through Friday. Again, this is a Saturday special, but Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and BYUTV.org. Now, some of the headlines from this game, we'll talk about those in just a moment, but we are pleased to welcome in our first guest on set, Jordan Johnson, defensive back specialist. Jordan, I know you didn't play today, coming off an ACL injury. How's your recovery going, first and foremost? Uh, right now, I'm uh, three, three weeks out from uh, being fully cleared. Um, Only three weeks? Three weeks. Wow. Three weeks so I can participate in, you know, all the, uh, well, unfortunately, spring will be over, but um, as far as, like, you know, Running and lifting. I'm doing already doing that right now, but you know, so I can just go without you know anything holding me back in three weeks. So that, that's uh, pretty exciting. That's good news. I didn't realize it was so soon. Uh, once once you can fully go, I mean, how much will you exert yourself versus kind of ease into it, or have you been doing that already? I mean, I've been uh, I've been pretty patient and um, I've been somewhat involved in practice and whatnot on the sidelines, doing my drill set, doing things with my trainer and whatnot but um once i get the 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 go ahead to you know that i'm cleared i'm i probably won't waste a second <laughs> and uh because time's ticking like you're saying we're going 153 days until our first game and um you know i feel healthy and uh i'm just i, I want to be i want to be 150 but i don't just need to be 150 percent you know I'm, I'm pretty close to 100 so uh i don't know it was the right acl and you mentioned 153 is there a countdown clock in the locker room um, yes, to, there is. To Connecticut? Yes, there is. So there is. you and uh, we, we have collaborated. are doing this. Yes. yes. We're counting down to the first game. <laughs> and the first home game here is Houston on September 11th. Jordan Johnson joining us on set. BYU Sports Nation Spring Football Saturday Special. When you go through a tough injury like that that, that knocks you out for an entire season, what do you learn about yourself? Um, a lot of thinking. A, a lot of thinking. Um, 
you know you can't take things for granted uh it was humbling um the list goes on um i've learned a lot you know these these past seven seven months and um it's made me a, a better person and a better football better football player as well i feel as though when i get back on the field everything will come a little bit more easier you know um I just, I just, I just can't wait. I can't wait. You know, I, it's, it's tough out here watching the guys, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's pretty cool watching them fly around, making plays. Uh, like Trent, you know, he, he suffered the same injury I did, so he, he was battling to get back just like I, say I am now. And to see him out there having success, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So. Talking about Trent Trammell, uh, Jordan Johnson is here on BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That'll be interesting because the expectation is that you and Trent will be the two cornerbacks in the fall, two guys that have torn ACLs but have come back. How much, uh, I guess, what does that do for the both of you having had that experience? Um, like I said, like you, you – ACL buddies. I know, right? <laughs> You're right. He, uh, I may have to wear the brace a couple, couple games, though. He's, he's, he'll be out of it come season. Um, I don't know. This makes you, uh, you, know, ch- you know, cherish this game that we play. It makes us uh, – um, more grateful, and uh, I tell you, Trent, one of the hardest workers on the team, and he's taking every advantage. You know, you know, waking up every day at six in the morning, like it's it's, it's nonstop with that man. And uh, I, you know, I've, I've been I've been doing the same thing my, myself, and I'll be back in, in three weeks. Are you ready to be thrown at a lot? Because if you're wearing, if a cornerback's wearing a brace. They're gonna throw at you, and you're you're gonna be ready for interceptions. I take it. I'm t- like, I, I haven't lost a step. I lost, it's, it's a precau- Bring it it's, on. The brace is a precautionary measure. It's not gonna, you know. Not for you. I me. mean, for the opposing quarterback. I mean, you can throw it all you want. You can throw it all you want. <laughs> Bring it on. Half, uh, ask a uh, tool from Washington State. Yeah. Jordan Johnson joining us on set here on a special Saturday spring football edition of BYU Sports Nation. Our first Twitter question coming in for you, Jordan, is from at dbobx. How is fellow East Coaster Michael Shelton performing? As a new defensive back, oh, he's uh, what he what he what he lacks in height. You know, he gains in his speed and athleticism. You know, he has uh, one of the quickest feet in the, in, the, in the secondary, and um, you know, he's, he's real he's real coachable. He's real coachable. He listens to Coach Al, uh, B. Bradley, and everybody. Like, uh, you know, I, I, he'll have success, in, in if if not the near future. So, we've talked to Rob Daniel on BYU Sports Nation about uh, cross training at safety. Where do you expect him to end up in the fall? Well, you know, you got Rob. He can play pretty much anything. You know, strong, free. He can he can play corner. You know, on that boundary side, he uh, you see somewhat of a hybrid. He uh, right now I I assume that they're gonna try to work him at cat because of his big body and whatnot. But um, you know, the learning curve is nothing to him. The the knowledge of the game he has that. So wherever they put him, you know what I'm saying, he'll have success. Jordan Johnson with us here on a Saturday spring football BYU Sports Nation. You talk about seeing guys fly around. What kind of things are you seeing, not only today, but through spring practice, that make you feel like this team's going to go to the next level in 2014? Well, they're, they're, pretty, na- they're pretty nasty group. Uh, like <laughs> Dallin and, and, and Craig, like they, they feel that alley like that. And These guys are not, mean. Yeah, they're not afraid to you know, take your head off. And you need that you know, at Nick and at safety. And you know, at them, um, them being young guys and whatnot, you know, it's cool seeing that early, you know, in their career. So, you know, that that one looks pretty good to me as far as like the, the uh, physicality of it. He looks pretty good. Earlier today, there was a clinic. A bunch of kids got to do some drills and stuff. What was that experience like for um, you guys? So I did not, I didn't participate in that. Um, 
And I, if, if I could have, I, I, I would have. So <laughs> I didn't get a chance to participate in that earlier this morning. But the involvement with the fans, uh, they get to come out and they get some autographs, go on the field. Is that how much fun is that for you guys to interact with the fans? Oh, it's cool. Like giving back to you know, what I'm saying everybody who comes out and shows us support. You know, it's it's, it's cool. Like I, I do a uh, little uh, service throughout the week. You know, when I'm you know throwing school and whatnot, and uh, it's humbling. You know, giving back and showing you know showing support to people who support us. You know. When you first signed to play football for BYU, what kind of uh, a response did you expect from BYU Sports Nation and, and the fans? And, and in your ac- expectation, did, did it live up to it or did it exceed it? Um, I would say it exceeded it. It exceeded it. Everybody, uh, you know, I've, you know I, I felt welcome when I came here, my, when I first got here. And uh, you know, even coming off an injury, I feel, I feel as though um, they haven't lost a step. They still, you know, show that same support and, you know, I, I like I said, I I got to get back, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> and, and stop sitting on the sideline. But hey, it's only weeks away. We're talking with Jordan Johnson. Uh, as we finish up with you, I know you've been here a couple of years, but I just love how you got to BYU. Danny Ainge is one of those connections. How, how'd you get here through Danny Ainge? Um, just uh, so my uncle worked uh, alongside him in the front office. So I got with I, the Celtics. Yeah, with the Celtics. So I I knew Danny and his and his and his sons and whatnot and. You know, I grew up playing basketball, so that's how we had that little connection. And but then when it came time, like my junior year, you know, deciding where you're gonna go to play, you know, football, or whatnot. He told me to look into BYU, and uh, he had me come out here for a camp. And you know, the rest is history. My mother loved it. I loved it. You know, had you heard family. of BYU I through had, Danny? Through Danny, that, yeah. yeah. You know, not to the extent that I, I do now, but yeah. you know, I always uh, knew somewhat, you know, about BYU and what it stand for, what you know, the rules were, and everything, like. It wasn't, uh, I wasn't oblivious to it. Jordan Johnson, Boston Celtics fan, but more importantly, BYU football defensive back specialist. Looking forward to seeing you in the fall. Get healthy. Good luck as you move forward. I mean, appreciate that. Oh, and before you go, do you mind signing our uh, Rise Up flag? Oh, no, no, no problem. All the guests sign the flag. No problem. Give us your autograph. I promise it won't end up on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting when you, when you have so many good signatures like that. But Jordan Johnson, our first guest today in our spring football special here on BYU Sports Nation. We'll talk to you again soon, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks. Good to see you. Just right. three weeks away for Jordan. Initially, h- h- there are some headlines, obviously, coming out of today's spring scrimmage, and I think the, the number one surprise... As John Beck first, walks up. Uh, yes. John Beck. The number one surprise. John Beck is a surprise, but the number one surprise we saw is that Taysom Hill did play. We didn't, we didn't know if he was going to play, if he did, how much he was going to play. He played a lot. He played... But he took a lot of snaps. He's been playing the whole time. He just threw a 57-yard touchdown pass to Taron Houck. So a little bit of a slow start for Taysom Hill, but you said you wanted to see him chuck it, and I think they might have heard you on the sideline. Chuck it, Taysom! Thank you. <laughs> Let's get it down the field. Impressive we know throws you to run. Kurt Henderson. Uh, also had a nice throw later in scrimmage to Michael Davis for over 20 yards, and then you just talked about the long touchdown pass to Taron Houck. So Taysom Hill did play a lot of handoffs and not handing the ball to his main guy that will be here this fall, and that's Jamal Williams. Or even Algernon Brown. Uh, Adam Hine is out. So it's guys like Nate Carter, who's all spring football first team. He's been fantastic in spring football. A lot of carries for him. You're developing depth. Uh, you're getting guys reps in high-level situations. You're in the stadium. You have full pads on. There are people in the stadium. That That is valuable experience for these guys. Je- Jeremiah Burr, also a, a newcomer that uh, took a lot of I did not know Jeremiah today. Burr until today, and we've seen a lot of Jeremiah Burr. He wears number 31. He's done all right. A guy who knows a thing or two about playing quarterback at BYU, John Beck, joining us on set. John, welcome to the set, man. Great to have you here. Glad to be here. Spring football. 
When you played in the spring game and, and you look at these spring practices, what are the memories that, that come to your mind? Just getting better. You know, spring's a great time to get the pads on, get out and just work on your game. Uh, you don't always get the starters like you'd like to have. Uh, guys that have an injury or battling back from something, the coaches usually hold them out. But it's a good time to just continue to work. And you can kind of also build that second tier of players, the guys that you're going to have to rely on when the season comes around to make plays as well. So it's just a great time for the whole team to improve. Congratulations on signing with the BC Lions. Thanks. How much do you know about Canadian football prior to <laughs> signing with the uh, Lions? Not much. Uh, I've been, like, Googling. Ben, what's up? <laughs> you know, I, I have talked a lot to Ben. I've been trying to Google, like, what the rules are up there, watch as much, you know, film as I can. I'm just excited to get back to playing football. Uh, it was really hard this last year to not be on a football team and to not be playing, so I'm excited to get the opportunity north of the border. I am just excited to you know try a new game and just get back to competing. How did those conversations start with uh, the potential of you going north of the border to play in the Canadian Football League? Uh, last year there was a team that was trying to sign me, but I had still had some NFL teams that were saying, hey, you're on our short list just in case an injury happens. So I wasn't ready and I didn't feel like that was the time to go up, up to Canada yet, but Going through one full season, not playing football, not knowing oh, what was going to happen in the NFL, and then having a team ready to sign me, of course I wanted to just play. The NFL still the, the dream if you can do something with the CFL? Uh, I don't know. Done. You know, I got to play in it for six years. It was an experience. That experience ended, and I'm ready for this next experience. Right, yeah. As BYU uh, practices with spring football, they still have another week. Where do you see them needing to get uh, uh, the biggest improvement going into 2014? Well, if you watch the game today, it would be ball handling. <laughs> there's, <laughs> yeah, there's some turnovers. Yeah, there's too many balls on the ground today. Um, you know, it's hard for me to say because I haven't been able to see all of this stuff. You know, I saw some great plays today by some players. Taysom had a couple great throws. We had some good runs. Uh, I know that this is a team that's young, meaning it's a staff that had their first season together last year offensively. It's a bunch of young players that were first-time starters. So the biggest thing for them is just going to be more accustomed to dealing with the coaches, getting used to the game plan that tailored to this offense, and then moving forward. You know, they played in some pretty big games last year, some pretty big stages, and now they're a little bit more accustomed to that. You've already gone to Notre Dame. You've gone to Wisconsin. So now when this group goes to Austin and plays at UT, it's nothing. They just be comfortable and just play. John Beck, former BYU quarterback, all-time great, led the Cougars to a 2006 Mountain West Conference Championship and a Las Vegas Bowl victory over the Oregon Ducks. Played six years in the NFL, now headed up to the Canadian Football League. That's, that's kind of a, a lengthy resume we got going there, John. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't end. I want this thing to keep going. <laughs> Ten-year career in the CFO. <laughs> John Beck with us on a special Saturday edition of BYU Sports Nation. John, you've been working with Taysom Hill. You've had some conversations with him. He's 228 pounds. Holy yeah. mackerel. Uh, when you look at the, the physical specimen that he is, what do you feel like he can bring to BYU uh, this upcoming season? Well, he's shown what he can do with his feet. Uh, he's an unbelievable runner. I, uh, I think he's probably going to be the top rushing quarterback. I'm sure Braxton Miller up there. At Ohio State, you have the kid up at Oregon that's pretty good Mariana. as well. But, yeah. you know, I mean, he's unbelievable with his feet. And I know that Taysom knows the area that he wants to improve in is the passing game. So I've just tried to introduce Taysom to some things that he can do for his body, for his mechanics, things like that. He's a gifted athlete. You know, not everybody gets to be that gifted with what that dude has. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable the things that he can do. So it's just a matter of introducing him to some things that he now can improve on and ways to help him get there. How many guys can play safety and quarterback? <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? To, to be built like that and to be that good of a runner, but to also have the arm that he has, he has an elite arm talent. Now it's just kind of honing that in, getting reps, fine-tuning things. 
And there's, uh, remind me, there's, is it a baseball uh, coach that's worked on his mechanics? Yeah, it's, it's a coach up there in L.A. that I've been with for the last year and five months, and I've tried to What's take some name? of those things. His name's Tom House. He's got a lot of quarterbacks now in the NFL. We, uh, on a daily basis, we have five to six NFL guys come in. Uh, it's taking those things I've learned from him and just kind of introducing Taysom to these things, and he's, he's a great worker. He's already started to build those things into his training program, and we've had a lot of conversations on the phone. He's very eager to improve, and you know, you saw some things that he did today that shows, hey, he has the ability. Now it's just getting reps. The first time we came in here in the fall, it was the Texas game, and there was a, a storm and a lightning delay. The wind is picking up, <laughs> and I fear we might have a two-hour delay on our there's hands. There's people climbing on their rafters up here. Like. <laughs> Stephen Enfield's making sure this, this thing control. doesn't fall over. <laughs> We're doing it live. Well, that's the way we like it. John Beck with his former BYU quarterback, uh, played six years in the NFL, now headed up to the CFL to play with the BC Lions. John, very kind of you to drop by our set today. I want to get your take on what you think the offense needs to do first and foremost. For me, it comes to red zone execution. For you, what is priority number one for the offense? Well, in the collegiate game, uh, you can be very efficient on third down. In the NFL game, it's, it's really hard to have the same level of efficiency. Now, I know that this offense is going to be built around the run because that's what it does. It's going to set up a lot of the passing off of play pass, which is great because you have probably the nation's best rushing attack. So I think for them it's just going to be consistency. Putting themselves in good third down situations and then being consistent on those third downs. Don't get yourself on and off the field too fast, especially with the high tempo that they use. You don't want to get your defense off and put them right back on. So I think if they can just improve in that third down efficiency, get back to what I know Coach and I want. When I was here with him, I'm pretty sure we, we were like top five. Absolutely. You were so, I mean, leaders, it was yeah. kind of based off that. Now, granted, we were more of a passing first type team, but I think that, that consistency in the third down will lead to consistency in the red zone. I think the, the, the more they, they can just stay on the field, move the chains, the better it'll be. And uh, 10 of the 11 starters that started a game on the offensive line are back. That will help as well. Got a tweet for you. At Bridger Hill says, <laughs> Knew this was coming. Remember when you threw that pass to Johnny Harleen? That was awesome. Do you remember that, John? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was. I just uh, I did a radio thing the other day for 1320, and they played the uh, Greg Rubel thing of that. Time, I mean, it's still, time, you know. Yeah, one of, you know what's the coolest thing for me is uh, I remember it from my perspective. You know, and looking through my face mask and jumping in the air and throwing it to Johnny. And I will never forget the feeling of just pandemonium afterwards and just putting an end to an awesome season. It was, it was great, you know. And now my kids are asking me, was, you know, hey, Dad, is that true? Uh, <laughs> yeah, did that really happen? There's video evidence of Yeah, it. this right here. Uh, there was a book that was made, and my wife, like, not too long ago, read it to them. And, you know, they're used to books not always being true. So they're like, okay, is this a true book, Dad, or is this a, you know? So it's been pretty neat. Uh, I bumped in today, Fui Vakapuna, Manase Tonga. Nate Mickle, guys that were on that team with me. And that's what's fun about coming back to BYU. I mean, I love right here the backdrop of the mountains, this field, seeing my old teammates, just being back around this program is awesome. We were on the sideline together at about the 10-yard line. <laughs> of that play? Of we that were play. Even, yeah. I think we were about even with you. We were both at such an angle that we were just kind of like, huh? Where, I, where's the ball going? I had a camera. I was a student at the time, and I was supposed to be recording it. As soon as you released the ball, the lens dropped from my eye, and I just watched it and totally missed it. Uh, that's funny. I had my brother called me after that game saying, John, I was wondering where you were throwing that ball because when you're watching them like on TV, yeah. you couldn't see Johnny in it. And crazy question, I've always asked Johnny, whatever happened to that football? 
Yeah. Like, no one knows. Johnny has no idea. What? He, th he said he thought he was going to die at the bottom of that pile. <laughs> Seriously. So he just let go of the ball. That ball is somewhere. It's probably in somebody's house in something. And they're like, I took this ball, and I'm never going to tell anybody I got it. Because I don't have it. Johnny doesn't have it. The best memento ever if you're a BYU football ah, who fan. Who knows? It, yeah. it's, it's in somebody's house right now. When that happens, be the guy to go get the ball. Yeah. Be the guy it's to go gonna get go the ball. It's going to go up on eBay after today for like 10,000 bucks. Fake one. Yeah, go, fake yeah, one. Exactly. John Beck with us on BYU Sports Nation special spring football Saturday edition. What is a viable expectation in terms of wins for this football team next year? Jeremy and I have kind of said, they should win double-digit games. We feel like they, yeah. they're that good. What do you think is the expectation level? You know, I haven't had the time to sit down and look at their schedule and say, okay, how do they compare to these teams? I couldn't tell you where any of those other teams are ranked or if they're ranked. But regardless of who they play, I'm just looking at the team. I could care less if they played a top-10 schedule next year. I think this is a double-digit team, no question. I think with how good Bronco is on defense, with some of the guys they have coming back, and then offensively, I think you're going to see more consistency from this offense. I know that a lot of people were throwing their hands up in the air after those first couple games of the season when the passing game was not going well and what's our team going to do. You know, it's hard. When you have a new staff come in, a new offense, a new everything, yeah, you do spring ball, yeah, you do fall camp, but it's completely different when you start getting on the games and running it. So now you have a bunch of guys on offense that are coming back with a lot of games under their belt. I really say it doesn't matter who they play. This is going to be a 10-win team, and it's going to be a bowl team that's going to win. And, you know, you want to see them go undefeated and go to a big bowl. That would sure. be the ideal thing. But I think the game of football is tricky. Sometimes the ball does not always bounce your way. The good teams, even when it doesn't bounce your way, still put together you know, 10, 11, 12 yeah. win seasons. That's the difference between an undefeated season and a 10, 11, 12 win season. To go undefeated, you've got to have the ball bounce your way when it needs to bounce your way. And if it doesn't happen, you still win 10 or 11. John Beck is on BYU Sports Nation live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. When you look at the, the guys that hope to get drafted... Uh, and BYU has a couple more than they've had uh, recently. As a former second-round pick, how many Cougars do you think end up getting drafted with Van Noy, Hoffman, Unga, Sorensen, and Manu Maliuna mainly in the mix? I don't know all of that list so well, so I can't necessarily say. I mean, it's easy for me just because Kyle, because of who he We're was. We're asking you the tough question, John. <laughs> Kyle actually has my same agent, so I know a lot of Kyle's stuff. Okay. <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm, I'm always asking him, hey, how's my fellow Cougar going to do? Um, you know, those guys will get drafted. Kyle will get drafted. Cody will get drafted. I can't say where the other guys will go. Sometimes it's a crapshoot. And to be honest with you, sometimes it's better to not get drafted because you may go a late-round pick and go to a team that brought you on kind of like, well, we can, you know, we don't necessarily need this guy, but we like him, so let's bring him in. Sometimes signing as a free agent afterward works out way better yeah. because you get to go to a situation you know you have a better chance in. Uh, so I tell all the guys that want to get drafted, I told this to Kyle, hey, just hope you go to a good spot. Don't worry about how high you get drafted. I know firsthand how, you know, hey, it'd be great if I didn't go to Miami. But just it's more important who you get drafted by, not what round or what pick in that round. Just go to a good team. I know there's a lot of talented guys. I've actually had some guys. I went and threw a, a workout, and there were some pro scouts there that talked to me, and they were impressed by J.D. Foslev. And they said that he put together a pretty good pro day. So. Here's a guy that you're not talking about getting drafted, but yeah. yet Could there's some scouts that are already saying, hey, yeah. here's a guy that we'd like to have come in. 
And I, I was really happy to hear that because JD, I think, is an outstanding player. You want to see guys like that get opportunities. So, John Beck with us on BYU Sports Nation. My producers have told me that you have you've met the expectation of what we wanted you to be as an analyst, and they have asked you to come back for a second go around. <laughs> Can you stick with us through the break? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, John you Beck with us on BYU Sports. He's smart. I'm, yes. I'm getting cold here. We'll get to some Twitter questions for John and have more reaction from the spring football game live at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU Sports Nation rolling on right after the break with Spencer Linson, Jerem Jordan, and John Beck. Is that UT right there? Yeah, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Spring football special today. They just wrapped up. It's over. They just finished practice. Remind you, follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU and the BYU Radio iOS app. But because it's football and it's Saturday, we decided to work on the weekend. That's right. And don't forget, 4.30 Eastern time, live on ESPN and BYU Radio, BYU Women's Hoops versus Connecticut in the Sweet 16. If BYU beats Connecticut, I'll shave my head next week on the show. <laughs> that has happened. That's going to happen. That has been if determined. If BYU wins, I'll shave my head on the show. We're with week. John Beck, former BYU quarterback. We, we told Jeff Judkins, the women's coach, he could he could take his shaver and do it on set live. <gasps> I'll do it on I just set found live. out now how amazing this UConn team is supposed to be. I was talking to Robbie Bosco, and he said they've won 73 straight games Who's or something like crazy like that. that. 700. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They're yeah. really, they won really like good. like 150 out of 151 or something like that. They're it's really good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What's the wife going to say I see you with the wedding ring so obviously there's someone else that's going to affect yeah she's hoping wife. she's hoping for a UConn win I think today. <laughs> secretly I hope BYU competes in the game no what that she would be said was and she said this on Twitter use the hashtag BYUS and to keep your responses coming and by the way she said that she she hopes they win but that Jeff Judkins prefers you with hair so yeah. you we just no. get a mannequin that says Jerem's head and shapes that yeah. spring football just wrapped up here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium we're with John Beck and, John, we have some, some questions coming in from Twitter. All right. Love to know what John Beck thinks of Jason Beck as the BYU quarterback's coach and what he brings to the table for the BYU quarterback. Say it correctly. It's Jaw Beck. Yes. Yeah, because that was Joe Beck. We still laugh about that. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, it was tricky for me because, obviously, Max is a friend of mine as well, and I know both Max and Jason were going in for the jobs. But I think the, the, the hire of Jason Beck is a great addition. Jason, I, I tell this all the time to people, I use Jason a lot because he's a very smart football person. He and I would watch tape together a lot, and we'd, I, I'd bounce things off him. Hey, like, what do you see? He would do things in practice with the second group. Jason, tell me why you shot that there. Why would you take that? Because he's a good football mind. So I think that his mind, along with his personality, those that know Jason know he's even keel, very relaxed. You could probably toss him into a tank of sharks, and he's just going to be chill. <laughs> That's really? his personality. So wow. that's how you want your quarterback, right? That's how you want Taysom when he walks into UT this year. You want him just walking in smooth, confident, nothing's too big, right? And when you have a coach that's going to be around him every day at practice, every day leading up to the game, you want that type of a person as opposed to somebody that's all high in, like, panic mode or worrying. Me. <laughs> yeah. Are you that way? So I, I think Jason's personality <laughs> with also his football knowledge and the fact that he got to go to LSU, he got to go be an OC up in Vancouver. He's done some things. He was at Weber for a while. He's done some things. He's had some success, and he's a smart person. I played pickup basketball with Jaw Beck, Jason Beck, and I said, Jaw Beck, 
went to pass it to me. Job back and Andrew George said, Is this Joe the hooping that goes on in the field house? Yeah, yeah, I came yeah. and did that like two weeks ago. Did with you? Him. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, and Andrew George said, Why are you calling him Job back? Joe Beck's not even here. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, before we go, we'd like you to sign our uh, Rise Up flag if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, no problem. We appreciate the time. Best of luck with the uh, BC Lions. And, Thank uh, you. I've never watched a ton of Canadian football. I will be this yep. summer. All right. We will Wait, be the breaking start? down the games. Uh, I leave for camp the end of April or end of May. Okay. End of May. It starts soon. You're heading up there soon to take care of some stuff, right? Yeah, I leave there next week to go meet with the coaches, get the playbook and everything. We got a mini camp the end of April, and then their season starts early. It starts like May 25th is when I head up there. So all of a sudden. BC Lion Nation is with BYU Sports Nation. It will hey, merge. I gotta admit too, I had never even seen a Canadian game till this last year. Wow. And I'm like, I'm just not ready to hang them up and only play church basketball. <laughs> I, I gotta keep playing, man. I gotta keep playing football. Yeah, I love it me. too much. Yeah. I, so I saw you at a BYU basketball game. You said, I'm just mentally, I'm just not even close. No. John, great to have you with us. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks. While we have a moment, uh, Jaron, let's talk about some other things that we saw today. Some of the big stars that you think, well, of course they're going to play, didn't play. Talked about Jamal Williams, Alani Fuabronski. Yeah. All those guys sat out, but that's not to be unexpected. Uh, precautionary, you don't want them to get hurt. They've proven themselves enough. They don't have to come out here and be a star. Robert and I is joining us as he comes up on set here in a moment, BYU's offensive coordinator. He's up here fast and he's up here hard. <laughs> Will over skill as well, right, Coach? <laughs> Absolutely. We'll get we'll get to uh, coach here in a he's second. Getting, he's getting his mic on right now. We're doing this live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, a special Saturday edition of BYU Sports Nation. Uh, John Beck mentioned that the, the offense put the ball on the ground a couple of times, but there are a lot of guys that are kind of newcomers are playing. Jeremiah Burp uh, primarily. I, both you and I were kind of like, oh, who, who's this? And uh, he's, he's a new part of the offense, uh, one of the running backs up and coming, along with Nate Carter today. That's a lot of action. Robert and I with us now, the BYU Offensive Coordinator. Coach, glad to have you on set. What's going on? Great. You survived. I can't hear anything on these things, so... <laughs> I'll just continue to if shout. If anything, they look good. <laughs> Spring football is wrapped up. Uh, I know it's hard to kind of pick and choose what, what it is that you saw from today's game because not all of your starters are in, but what did you like from today's scrimmage? Well, I do notice that our guys... Uh, are trying harder as we progress, progress through spring, and um, this is the, I don't know, third or fourth week we're in. And uh, what I saw today, guys weren't always going the right way, but they were trying hard. You've talked about will over skill. What? Uh, why is that kind of the unofficial or official theme of spring football? Well, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. Your team, and this is a whole new team from last year, you got to start somewhere. So that's our starting point, how hard we try. Have you... Uh, felt good about the uh, the effort from the guys through spring football. Then? Well, like I said, this was this may have been some of the best effort we've seen, and at the same time, it exposed some of the lack of effort in some positions. So we'll go back and break down the film, point out to our players how uh, how and when we can try harder. Robert and I, offensive coordinator for BYU football, with us on BYU Sports Nation from the spring football scrimmage that just wrapped up. Coach, you had a, a really entertaining season last year offensively with uh, Taysom Hill as your quarterback. Now he's a year wiser, a year older. What do you expect from him in 2014 that will be better than the product we saw last year? Well, I expect him to not just lead the offense, but be a team leader. And, and I do see uh, the stuff that he does in the, the training, the offseason program, the weight room. Uh, I do think he's emerged as a team leader. 
He said he's 228 pounds earlier this week. That's stacked. Do you want him at 228 <laughs> to start the season next year? Well, you know, you can get these kids, but their bodies take paths that yeah. that's just, you know, that's that's them and, and uh, their parents' fault, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> he's built like a safety, he an is. NFL linebacker. That's his natural build. His quarterback skills, I believe, are off the scale. So for a guy to have that kind of build and to be a quarterback, uh, I think it's phenomenal because now you're a run and a pass threat. And, uh, boy, there could be exciting things when this thing explodes, you know. It could be very exciting. We just talked with John Beck, one of your uh, former great quarterbacks, the guy you mentored and tutored while you were here when you made the first transition to BYU. He talked about Taysom not only having that amazing skill set, but he's really honing in on his throws. His his development that way is getting a lot better. What do you anticipate uh, with Taysom throwing the ball and, and uh, raising that percentage in the upcoming season? Well, you talk about John Beck. Shoot, I didn't have much to do with that. He had a really good quarterback coach, Brandon <laughs> Doman. And he had a great surrounding cast. So, uh, you know, that's what I hope to build with Taysom. My whole focus is the surrounding cast, that, that, uh, that we can uh, maximize those guys that surround him and get them executing at a high level. How much better do you hope the off- offensive line is given the fact that you have a lot of those guys back? Well, familiarity. You know, Coach Touche's doing a phenomenal job. And uh, that right there, it's will over skill. So... You know, Especially tech, with those guys? Yeah, if a technique's flawed, whatever. As long as the guy's trying hard, he shows up every day to practice, goes through every drill, that's what I'm counting as a success. And for the most part, uh, they've responded in that way. Coach and I, this is a question coming in from Twitter from at LaserSheep. He says, do you prefer to see a 60-yard run or a 60-yard pass? You know that Twitter stuff, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real person? It is a, it real, is a real person. With a real life. <laughs> yes. We believe so, yes. Hey, I prefer to see both. Okay. okay? How about that? I, yeah. I thought that's, that's 120 what you would yards say. if you get both. <laughs> yeah. That's a good answer. Yes. Do you prefer? Yes, I prefer both. Robert and I with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we've talked a lot about the offense. The defense, so much was said about the offense going so fast. Uh, that the defense was seeing more snaps. Have you kind of figured out a, a pace uh, after a year of going through this, this transition into the go, far, uh, go fast, go hard offense that will allow your team to kind of relax? Well, when we practice, we kind of measure our reps. So we're still going fast at the same time we're, we, we've measured and counted our reps in practice. So today actually was the first day we could see if you converted third down, how long you could go. Today was the first day of doing that. Yeah. So... Like I said, most of the guys answered, and a few of the guys got a long way to go in that regard. Well, we'd love uh, for you to sign our Rise Up flag before you go. We appreciate your time. All right. And do you mind putting Will over skill on there, Chris? <laughs> no, Robert and I, I will. signed 1984. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number 57. Yes, yeah. yes. When I sign, that's all I sign with. If you put Will over skill, I, I will know exactly who it is, too. <laughs> there it is. How could you not know that deal? 90, 1984, number 57. The 30-year anniversary Bang coming biscuit. up, Coach. Oh, my gosh. Don't remind me. <laughs> hey, we appreciate Robert the time. Thanks for the time. You bet. Appreciate it. And whenever you feel like joining Twitter, we'll help you out with that. At Bob and I. <laughs> Dr. BYU Bob and I? Sports nope. Nation Spring Football Edition continues <laughs> live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. <laughs> That's voodoo, he says. <laughs> Twitter and voodoo, according to Robert and I. All right. We're back with more interviews. And reaction after this.
This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Taysom Hill, his buddies on the BYU football team just wrapped up spring football practice at the scrimmage, I should say, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. They are 153 days away from the showdown at the rent in East Hartford, Connecticut, against the Yukon Huskies. Craig Bills joining us now, defensive specialist safety, a guy that has been described today as nasty, according to Jordan Johnson. And uh, when, you, when you hear that, I guess that's, that's good. That's a good distinction when you're talking about defense, right? Yeah, definitely. I think you have, to, you have to play nasty. I mean, obviously within the rules, but you have to play with a chip on your shoulder and, and, and want to hit someone. So you didn't play today, but what was the experience like for you in the defense? It was good. I mean, it was fun seeing our guys out there who, who need to prove themselves and get more reps, and it was good seeing guys make plays. And I mean, there's obviously a lot of work that we need to do, but as far as I saw from the secondary, I saw a lot of things that, I mean, it, it gets me excited because we have a lot of talent and we, we have a lot of depth too. There was a youth clinic before and uh, a lot of kids on the field, kind of a, a cool scene there. Did you have a chance to participate in that? And if so, what did, what did you get to do? I didn't. I didn't have a chance, but I mean, a long time ago I did. When my oldest brother Casey was playing here, we did the same thing. And so I know it's fun for, for the kids and, and it was a good memory for me. So I hope that they had a lot of fun out there. What's it like to interact with the fans uh, after this event on the field where they come out and watch the spring scrimmage? It's fun because, I mean, I mean, there's not too many people here, but those that came out, I mean, they're loyal. And so it's fun seeing them come out and, and signing autographs and just getting to know them because, I mean, those are, the, those are the people who are going to be with us in the fall cheering us on. And, I mean, it, it's, it's good seeing the little guys. So what's your agenda like once spring football wraps up? Because then becomes the, it comes the long, dry summer of no football. You're obviously going to stay involved and, and do workouts, but what, what does your agenda specifically have on it over the summer? My agenda is just getting stronger and faster and, and looking at the things that, that I did last year that I need to improve on and, and just focusing up on those things um, as far as footwork, getting my footwork down and, and playing the ball, getting uh, loose hips and, and just being able to, to go out next fall and, and being ready and prepared and, and my best self so I can help my team. And so that's really what, what the fall or the summer is going to be like is just evaluating what happened last year, um, this spring, and then and going after it. Craig Bills is on BYU Sports Nation live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It's fun to be here. It's fun to be in the stadium. There's something to that, right? Practicing in the stadium versus the practice field. Definitely. I mean, it's just, it's like you got to come in here and have a game mentality because this is where we play, man. This place is, is special. There's been a lot of people who have stepped on this field and, and have really, I mean, placed the foundation for, for those of us who are right now on the BYU football team. So when we come in, come in here, it's special. It's awesome. You're one of many married players on the football team. You've done a football season as a single guy and now as a married guy. What's been the biggest difference in your approach to playing football now as, as a married, more mature guy? I think it's just, I mean, my wife is great. She, her brother Dave Nixon played on the team, and she kind of knew the dynamic and everything, and we dated when, um, when I was playing too. But being married, it's just, I think it just, the difference is not, not bringing home, if I had a bad game, a ba- bad practice, and not bringing that home because um, she had nothing to do with it. So. <laughs> How does that happen? How do you not take that there? I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just a, it's a mindset and just understanding, like, there's nothing she could do about it. That's <laughs> so true. just go home and, and have fun with her and, and just be happy at home. And so it's good. It's fun. She's a good support. Do you mind signing our uh, Rise Up flag? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Robert and I would not put Will over skill uh, like I asked, <laughs> but whatever. Um, I do want to ask you about your elbow. Uh, you've been wearing a massive elbow brace yeah. uh, through the spring. How is that coming along? It's coming along good. Um, I'm just rehabbing, rehabbing it hard, and 
Obviously, I'm non-contact because I don't want to wear a red jersey. That's hard. Wear a red jersey, yeah, but um, I mean, now, anything. Really, how I, do you feel about that donning red? I don't feel good about it, but <laughs> I mean, the red part it doesn't bother me. But just it doesn't not have a conference logo on it, so it's no. Nah, and yeah. it, I mean, it just not not being able to hit. It's hard, but I mean, I'm I'm going to be ready for the fall. Craig, so. great to have you with us. We wish you Thanks the best for of luck. Me. Appreciate it. Keep Thanks, up the Greg. good work. Thanks. Good to see you. We'll be joined next on BYU Sports Nation by one of our linebackers, Zach Stout, has made his way up to the set. And as we wait for Zach to get his microphone on, Jerem, let's, let's talk about the depth of the linebacking crew that we have here. Yeah. We talked to Michael Olisa yesterday. He's a guy that's transitioning from running back over to linebacker. You still have Alani Fua. Bronson Kafusi's making the transition back. There's a lot of guys I mean, that have talent it, it that have played as group. much. They're going to get a shot. It's a loaded group. Would you say that's next, maybe... Maybe the secondary and the linebackers are, are the two most loaded categories of, of any group on the football team. I think the whole thing is loaded. And the thing with BYU football now is that it's always been an offensive juggernaut. Bronco Mendenhall has turned it into a defensive juggernaut, a top 25 defense, a top five defense a couple years ago. So I'm excited for guys like our next guest, Zach Stout, uh, to get a chance and see what he's got on the field. Zach, what's up, man? How's it going, guys? Good. How well, did uh, What was it like uh, playing in the spring scrimmage today well, in LaBelle Edwards Stadium? It was fun. It was great to be out there again with my guys just fighting out there. Zach Stout, okay, you've had a, an interesting go-around. This is your return to BYU. Playing in this game and uh, being in front of the fans, even though it's March, what kind of a feeling did that give you today going through what you've gone through? Yeah, it was a great feeling. I love fans have just accepted me so much, and I really appreciate that. It just feels great to be out there and just – I feel, I feel the love for them and my teammates just should keep working. The, jur- the journey has, uh, yeah, has been one that's taken you different places, but this fall, a uh, real opportunity to get on the field and have an impact. Uh, remind us which specific linebacker spot you're competing for. Mike Linebacker. Mike Linebacker. So this is, you're replacing two starters. Uh, what kind of opportunity is there for you to maybe start? Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity right there. It's wide open. There's a lot of guys out there competing right now. And everybody's playing hard and fast and just having fun. What kinds of things specifically are you seeing in spring practice that uh, make you feel like this team's going to have a lot of success in 2014? Our effort, mainly. Everybody's just all in, just giving it all they got, physical, just having fun. And, you know, our execution's going to get cleaned up and everything. Certain, certain about that, but, yeah, mainly those things. Before you go, uh, do you mind signing our uh, Rise Up flag? Yeah, I'd love no to problem. have you sign it. No problem. And number 47, why the number 47? Oh, that was just my number when I was a freshman, just – Starting new. And it was open. Yeah, it, it was, was available. Open. Yeah. <laughs> that works out. That works out. It works out. Number 47, Zach Stout. It's great to have you back here, man. Great we to look be forward back. to uh, watching you in the fall and good luck this summer getting ready for the season. Thank you, guys. Zach, Appreciate thank it. you having me on. Great Zach to talk Stout. To you. Thank you. BYU Sports Nation continuing live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're going to keep with the linebacker theme, Alani Fua making his way to the set. The second tallest linebacker on the team. Used to be number one. Now he's the second now tallest. He has given that designation up to Bronson Kafusi. And <laughs> how, many, how many linebacking cores in the nation have two linebackers as tall as Bronson Kafusi and Alani? Uh, probably no. 0.0. No, that's, that, that will belong to BYU, I'm guessing. The real question is whether they form an intramural basketball team. Is that going to happen, Alani? Uh, I don't think so, but <laughs> definitely pick up games on the weekend. We'll be dominating out there. Alani Fu with us on BYU Sports Nation Spring Football Special Edition. Uh, Alani, you didn't play today, but uh, you had a, a great view of what was going on on the field. What did you see today that was encouraging for your team? Um, definitely seeing the other out, outside linebackers out there just doing their job and executing better than they have um, 
so far in spring ball, but definitely seeing Peter out there and uh, Jordan Egbert making plays and just becoming beasts. So. Are they becoming beasts? Yeah, you feel like that? yeah, definitely. I mean, they've been sticking out to me personally, so I'm sure the coaches are seeing it out there too. So. The coaches have mentioned a few times that they want you to kind of step up and, and, and be the leadership guy. Are you, are you ready to fill that role? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not usually the vocal yeller kind of leader, but definitely try to uh, lead by example and just in the meeting room kind of help them out. But you probably won't see me out there yelling and screaming. But Hey, listen, if you drop the boom and lower the shoulder and, and put some guy on his back, that says that enough. That plenty that of That really message. does says enough. We're, well, getting, we're collecting autographs today, Alani. You mind and, signing our Rise Up flag? And we want you to be on our Rise Up flag if that's okay. All right, yeah, definitely. When, <laughs> when we start the show, we carry it in, you know, just the two of us <laughs> on this giant flag, and then we put it down in the studio. So. Yeah. Next to my boy, Zach Stout from Alex Christian. So there you go. It's nice. Fantastic, okay, Alani, Alani. Thanks for All the right, time. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right. All right. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we go back to the coaches. Nick Howell will join us on set to discuss BYU football from the defensive side. You're watching and listening to a live edition of BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation rolls on. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Football in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Spring it's March. Scrimmage. I love it. We've talked to a lot of people, but we have yet to talk to the defensive expert that is Nick Howell, uh, defensive coordinator and secondary coach. We've talked a lot this week, Coach, about just how much depth is in the secondary this year. And I can't remember a time in BYU football history when there was this much raw talent there yeah. coming back. So how exciting is that for you to, uh, to have that coming back? It's a lot of fun because it gives us a lot of options. You know, you get to move, mix and match guys and, you know, see what our best matchups are and then... You know, it's always good to have depth. You know, it provides competition. And then, you know, the tempo of offenses are going so dang fast now. And then, you know, football's physical and we have an injury. And so it's just, it's really good to have a bunch of guys back there right now. It's fun. What kind of impact has faster offenses uh, had on the defense, especially after last year with the offense that BYU ran? Yeah, it just, it forces the defense to stay pretty base. You know, you can't do a whole lot of, you know, trickery or magic or anything like that. You have to be sound with what you're doing. It's really hard to get lined up. And so guys have to, you know, hustle all the time. And so it has a fatigue element to it. And so there's quite a few things it does the defense. So subbing is, you know, crucial. And if you don't have guys to sub, then it's not good. (laughs) Defensive specialist and coach, coordinator, Nick Howell with us on BYU Sports Nation Spring Football Special. Coach, you have a couple of guys that are really talented that are coming off ACL injuries in Trent Trammell and Jordan Johnson. From your perspective, how do they look in their – I guess their recovery process. They both look really good. You know, obviously Trent is back in spring ball right now, and I've just been impressed with, you know, how fast he's been learning. Um, he's, he loves football a bunch. You know, I don't think I've seen guys work as hard as Trent and Jordan to come back. I think they really love the game. They're working hard learning. Um, Trent is really, you know, from his perspective, just learning a lot. Being a JUCO guy coming in, he's, he's getting up to speed, and I like it a lot. And then Jordan, you know, it's hard once you're the starter. You know, he was looking for a giant junior year, and he was working hard. And then, you know, to have that happen right before the season, it was it was frustrating for him. Um, he's had to battle that. And, you know, I've been proud of both those guys, just watching them work 
and, and try to come back. And, you know, that right now they look good and they're quick and they're fast and it's good to have them on our team. Does Jordan have to burn the year or can he get a medical out you of it? You know what, he redshirted before yeah. previously for a non-medical reason and so he, he's going to be a senior, yeah. Okay. Uh, we've talked to Rob Daniel about cross-training at corner and safety. Mm-hmm. Is he a... Is he a Strong possibility of replacing Daniel Sorensen at Cat? I mean, I hope so. You know, it's uh, he's a big, fast guy, and <laughs> that's what Daniel was. And yeah. so in that position, we need one of our best, biggest, fastest guys. And so right now he's in the process of learning. He's done a good job. You know, he's tried really, really hard this spring, and he's learning. So, yeah, it'd be awesome if we could fit him into that position. You know, we're just looking to get our best four you know, then depth after that, get our guys on the field that can make plays. So that's where we are right now. Spring practice wrapped up about 30 minutes ago. Today on the field, what did you see that you liked uh, from a, as a coaching I really staff? like our, the personality of the defense. I think they have really good chemistry, and I thought they've tried really, really hard all spring. You know, there was some execution mistakes and stuff, but I really, you know, just when guys are flying around smacking dudes out there and you see the energy and you can kind of feel the passion, and then, you know, you turn around, you know, and you got – some of the older guys that aren't playing flying around and you hear coaches yelling in the headsets for their guys and I just I love the energy of this defense and I think we're you know for a defensive football team that's where it starts is energy enthusiasm nastiness you know and effort and so I've seen I've seen those things that spring out of those guys Robert and I seems to come up with the unofficial or official theme for the season or spring football you just said smacking dudes. Can we have that be the defensive, <laughs> That's unofficial I, thing? I say dude a lot, but smacking yeah, we want to smack dudes. That's okay. what we want to do is go out there and we want to physically impose our will and get after guys. So <laughs> I'm going to give you the designation of having the best shoes of Thank anybody you. on the field. I wish you could see them, but they're, neon they're like green. Neon bright, green. nuclear bright. green. <laughs> yeah, the Sway Rivera of the I'm not, men's yes, volleyball team loves them. I'm not fast, so when I move around out there, the, the neon makes me it look blurs. a little faster. There you go. Nick Cowell, defensive coordinator, and uh, on the coaching staff here at BYU. As you wrap up spring practice, you kind of go into a layoff over the summer. What are the expectations for your guys, your team, um, to stay conditioned over the summer? What kind of a program do they have? It's pretty structured, um, but the the main thing is, you know, we turn it over to them, so it kind of becomes a senior you know, upperclassmen, guys that have been there and done that. It Really, we turn the team over to our team, and then they take it from there. They really, from you know, when finals get over till August 1st, they decide how good of a team they're going to be. And so that's fun because when they take it, they can do more than we can as coaches. And, you know, I'm really excited. I think this team has really good leadership and I think that they're going to have an awesome summer where they're training in the weight room and practicing and all that stuff. So really nothing stops. They just do it on their own and, and they lead it. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I play pickup basketball with several <laughs> members of the coaching staff. I haven't seen you there yet, but I want to know who's the most fit uh, coach on the coaching staff? Because you guys work out a ton. I would say Kelly, probably. Papinga. <laughs> Kelly Papinga. Kelly Papinga. Yeah, yeah. He eats right, trains right. He's cut. Yeah, he's pretty tough. How's, pretty how's Bronco Mendenhall? <laughs> coach Mendenhall's tough, but he's sitting right there. But Kelly <laughs> Kelly is a, Kelly has him by uh, youth right now. Okay. But coach Mendenhall's fit, too. <laughs> All right, we, uh, we've been gathering autographs today on our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up. Like your Herbie Hancock. So if you wouldn't mind uh, <laughs> no adding problem. yours. Former Ben Loman Scott great standout and current <laughs> nice. defensive coordinator. Yeah, man. A little Scottish pride right <laughs> there. Cowell. Appreciate that. <laughs> great to have you with us, man. And uh, we look forward to things coming up in the fall. Okay, appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Nick. All right. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the head coach of the BYU Cougars, lover of Heath Bars, peanut M&Ms. And a man who works out hard. And jalapeno chips. Oh, yeah, he works out pretty hard, too. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and watching the simulcast on BYU TV. 
And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU football just wrapped up their spring scrimmage. There's a spot to my left that is unoccupied by one Bronco Mendenhall who is waiting for his traditional snacks. Now listen, if you're not familiar with the story. He's right behind on the set waiting. Yes, I met Bronco he Mendenhall can hear every word we're saying last right year at the media day during yeah, the summer. That's where it began. We met the in the green room. of the snacks. I was eating snacks and he said, oh, hey, green room snack guy. And so that, that's how it got started. I'm not started. sure he knows your name yet. No, it's I, just I don't Green know if he does. So every time when I would do an interview with Bronco Mendenhall, I would bring him some sort of snack. And, and that would determine the, the greatness we, of the we interview. Learned, we learned later that there's levels of interview. Like he'll give you more information based on what he gets. <laughs> Jalapeno being at the top. Is that right? Jalapeno at the top? Okay. very top. We're literally waiting. We have someone running to get him snacks. And then he'll come up. <laughs> We can't uh, wait if, to talk to him. If there were any question about whether this was live or not, it has been out. This is live. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the meantime, let's promote the Wild Awards. I, I dropped the ball. I, I didn't bring the Normally, tr- you're the guy that brings the snacks. Fail. And I am being oh, he's coming up. Oh. No snacks, but he's coming up. <laughs> I am taking responsibility. Upset. You thought Dayton in the Elite Eight was an upset. <laughs> Bronco Mendenhall is coming up here without snacks. By the way, Y Awards, Wednesday, April 2nd, 9 Eastern. Uh, live on BYU TV, hosted by the cast of Studio C. It's going to be awesome. Are you going to be at the Wire Awards, Bronco? I am, actually. Yeah. And, and by the way, um, we, expect, we expect to see the snacks delivered in person, and then our viewership can determine <laughs> what kind of interview I had to give. And then well, they'll have better understanding if it's short and really not personal. They'll just look right at the snacks and say, well, no wonder. <laughs> And well, so, we have no, we have no uh, say over the snacks, so I can't wait to see what snacks you give. What? Who's, who's we? Are you two a team, or is it just you? Generally, I mean, our, I am the, I'm the captain of that, that snack crew, but yeah. I, I failed. That Do was, you know that his was, name? So that was what I just heard right there. That would be based on how the team played. Well, I have no control over how it went, but <laughs> that was kind of what you just did. We, the team, the crew, I don't know what we're bringing up. Why not? I know that they bring up. If why you not? want a quality interview. We've been busy doing a television program. If you want a quality up. interview, why not? Take care of the details. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I, I will. T- I will take the accountability right there. You're, this you're in mid-season form right now. Wasn't there an apology that you were supposed to give to before I came on? I mentioned something about the peanut gallery. And who, yeah. who was that? Was that with me? You were talking about? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so the thought that there's going to be any quality to this interview at all, there's probably zero chance of that. <laughs> But would you like to ask me any questions? <laughs> <laughs> I, would lo- I would love to do that. You were in mid-season this form. Is, this is the end of spring. You're way ahead of the game right now. You don't get enough credit for your sense of humor, Thank Coach. you very much. You do not get enough hum- uh, uh, credit for that. It is, it is so dry, I'm going to have a drink of water. Though, right okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bronco joining us on set at the spring football special. Coach, uh, scrimmage just wrapped up. We've had Coach and I and Coach Hal talking about guys flying around and, and how excited they were to, to see the energy there. What did you see from your perspective on the field today? Man, I saw 102 plays with not very many injuries, which is a great thing for spring. Saw Taysom Hill, um, 66% completion percentage. I saw enough points to make me happy. Protection held well enough. He delivered the ball accurately and effectively and on time. And then I saw Kurt Henderson, um, Nick Kurtz, Taron Houck, uh, and some others uh, make some nice catches downfield. Michael Davis yeah, Michael emerged on a long play. So it's nice to not only have the timing throws and the possession throws and the per- completion percentage, but it's nice to have some downfield shots also. Bronco Mendenhall is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, is that what you wanted to see out of the spring scrimmage, is what you saw today? You know, I, I was uh, 
it was more than what I thought. I thought we'd only get about maybe 60-ish plays. And you got um, 102? 102, which wow. was great. The Having a Pac-12 crew here was fantastic. They didn't blow any calls today? I can't say that, but it was great to have a Pac-12 crew here today and to manage the tempo and timing of the game. And they can't find you. Exactly right. At least not now. Anyway. Not right now. You're good. You're clear. There, there is some snacks that they've been known to try to. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, we, we have, uh, no, we have a good team, and we got a lot done. And that's Bronco, the goal. Bronco Mendenhall, the head football coach of BYU, on with BYU Sports Nation. Uh, coach, you obviously are a defensive specialist, and everyone talks about uh, the job you've done there, and rightly so. You've done an incredible job raising this program up. But interestingly enough, you've said that you spent the majority of your time during the spring practices with the offense. Why, why the transition there? Mm, great chance to learn. Um, I want our program to, to reach elite level. Um, there's national level, and then there's a level within that. And um, I would love to have enough influence on our program at all the critical moments in time and setting direction, um, regardless of uh, what side of the ball. And so from the minute the season ended until now, I've been with our offense. I'll join the defense again, most likely at the beginning of fall camp um, and, and continue what we already have going there, which Nick is doing a great job. Uh, but it's fun to be able to spend more time with the offensive players and offensive coaches. It would be very similar in a family that you spend, um, even though you love all your kids the same, you spend all your time with one. And, and so it's great for the offensive players to know I care about them, am interested in our offensive coaches so I can develop a relationship there, and this seemed to be a good time. Speaking of good time, now's a good time to give you the candy, the homage. And we brought a okay. ton of it. So what, we, what, I, what, I, this what I see that we went with here, just so we're going for volume rather than really the quality. 102 plays. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> But this isn't 102. And if you're going to go for bite size, then you might want to go a bite per play. And I don't think there's 102. And okay. so uh, do you the interview's over, basically. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it, but this was in retrospect for what I've already provided. So I think this just gets us enough to now, and then you guys should take it the from next, here. The next time I see you, I will have a double dose of Heath Bar, peanut M&M's, or jalapeno chips, you choose. See, based on my level of trust for you, that means that I'm contributing now for what I might get yes. in the future. Have so I'm having, not, to, make an, I have, I'm having to make it a decision right now. On national TV and radio. Exactly right, that yeah. I trust. You trust me. Well, I trust you a lot more than your partner. Boom! But, okay, that's good. Yes! That doesn't mean, by the way, that... I said more. I didn't say try. I said trust you more. Okay. That, that oh, wasn't, okay. that, That's fair. That was stopping yeah. short of okay. trust. But. I think okay. we're on a slippery slope. Like, fair in enough. four years, are you delivering, like, Costco-sized <laughs> crates of, it's, it's of much candy? Like, it's much like when you get married and you start, based on the wedding ring or the engagement ring and yeah. how that all happens, yeah. you set the bar pretty high. And so, so you're saying we're in a relationship here? Um, tenuous, but yes, in a, a relationship. <laughs> These are the snacks that have been offered to the head coach at BYU for this segment right here. We got a Hershey kiss, a baby Ruth, a Milky Way. Is there some uh, form of um, Twitter in or feed that you can be getting responses back? I'm I'm sure there is. Please send in your responses to what you think about these snacks that we have offered up to Bronco Mendenhall. The snacks on quality of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest. And then that will give these guys great feedback. Knowing that I will be more likely to give fantastic interviews based on the quality of snacks <laughs> from this point forward. Uh, here's, here's a question from at Hobosita. Is quantity over quality the same thing as will over skill? That's a great question. Mm. It is, and I'd prefer both. 
Okay. <laughs> you want it all. Yeah. This interview is going in a direction I thought it had <laughs> I don't no even, chance I don't even going. know what we're talking <laughs> what, about. Yeah, right? really, I love it. Football, right? It's a football Saturday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU Sports Nation, live with Bronco Mendenhall, the head football coach of the Cougars. There's so much anticipation for the season. And you look at the roster and the depth that you have coming back defensively in the secondary and then all this linebacking talent coming in. Is there a time in your coaching tenure where you can remember on paper this much depth? When I consider the, the chance to impact the team that we need to have and the positions we need to have impact the team with receivers coming to what we already have, um, with linebackers coming to what we already have, um, with the addition of Graham Rowley and Travis Tuiloma, what I've already seen up front for the spring, um, we have very good talent, we have a lot of depth, and we have healthy players right now. And I think we have a favorable schedule, a strong schedule, um, but there's, there's a lot at stake for this season, but I think we're lined up really well for, for 2014. Your Mike and Buck linebackers, you replace a couple of seniors who go out, some of the uh, best you've had here. Uh, but you throw in guys like Pikula, Leo Tadoyer. You have some talented freshmen coming in, other guys. How comfortable do you feel with that, those two positions? I, the, the, the biggest question maybe going into spring was, was that spot. Um, the, maybe the most pleasant surprise so far is Zach Stout. We didn't know where he would be in terms of fitness level and mindset and coming back. And he didn't start as a starter this spring. But if I were to say today who would start at Mike Linebacker, it would be Zach Stout. And Manoa wow. Pikula would be the buck linebacker with him with jeremiah right there and austin heater right there so um that question is being solidified each day and today helped that correct me if i'm wrong zach stout was the one that during the spring scrimmage today jumped up and, and tipped that pass that got intercepted is that is that correct could, could have been um there's a lot happening out there yeah. and, and knowing that i'm watching offensive players more right now i can't give you an exact for sure on that but could have been. I think it was Zach Stout. Okay. By the way, we've got some uh, some fantastic tweets coming in. Uh, here, this from at Little Rich fourteen. Quality of snacks is a two out of ten. Thank you, very uh, What's his name? <laughs> at Little was, Rich fourteen. Richard Leak is his name. R Richard, um, just so you know, <laughs> can, can I go look directly into a camera somewhere? Where do I look? It's right? also on the okay. radio, so you have to. So I, I really appreciate um, your insight <laughs> and accuracy on watching the show, gauging what's happening. And then giving the influence and feedback. Feedback is a gift necessary to the two co-hosts of this because we are shooting for elite standards. And, again, if you could look at the snacks here, some, those are not elite snacks. There's, so. there's some good stuff coming. What are those? Snacks for ants? Thank says, you very much. Says, I snacks like, for ants. I like that one as well. Like, uh, Halloween leftovers. Walk thank, away, thank Bronco. You much. Walk away. <laughs> thank you very much. I think we so, found them in a closet said that, in the Bell It's been Stadium. nice visiting with you. Was that walk away? <laughs> no. No, we don't want you to walk oh, okay. away. He said I, walk away okay, from the snacks, good. but we'd love for you to stay on and talk with us. I want to ask you this. So the BYU women's basketball team, they're in the Sweet 16 against awesome, Connecticut. By the way. Have you been following this awesome. a little bit? So yes. they're playing today. I said that if BYU beats Connecticut, I'm going to shave my head next week on the show. I love that. Would you like to be a part of that if that happens? You know, um, not really, but, I, just, <laughs> but uh, okay. I, I, I would love that, and it might be a better look for you. Wow, Okay. By Shot the way, fired. <laughs> Shot number eight. By the way, someone has, someone has just tagged this as the greatest interview ever. Awesome. Bronco. Thank you so, very much. So you, you're getting lots of I, love today. I, I'm, I'm starting to emerge in my head coach personality. It's taken nine years, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to loosen up a little. Approaching season number 10 with the Can BYU Can you believe Cougars. that? No, this is going to be your 10th season? I can't believe it. I, think I, after would, I would have never be, If you were to have asked me and say, give me percentages that you'll make it through 10 seasons. 
30 at the really? highest, maybe. Yeah. After In 2008, prior to the season, you had a couple of wristbands on. They were the same wristband. We were in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And I said, why do you have the, like five of the same wristband? And you said, I have one for every season. Yeah. And I said, so when you get to 10 seasons, you're going to have like 10 wristbands? And you said, I'm not going to be here 10 seasons. And I was like, what? It's the 10th season, buddy. <laughs> Gosh. What have I done? Bronco <laughs> <laughs> Mendenhall, the head football coach of BYU with us on a special spring football edition of BYU Sports Nation. 153 days away from the opening kickoff against the University of Connecticut. Now begins the, the long summer uh, after spring football practice wraps up in a week or so. And uh, Nick Howell told us that it's a very uh, disciplined regime that you've given to your players. But really, it's, it's now up to the individual how much trust do you have in your team that they're going to go and perform? The, the leadership, um, the, the team has a saying, and they hear me say it all the time. Some like it, some don't like it, but it's very accurate. Each year, when our best players are the ones that train the hardest, um, those teams are really strong. And the summer is a great way to gauge that. Right now, we have very good leadership. If you're talking about work ethic of Taysom Hill, one of our best players, really strong. If you talk about work ethic of Jamal Williams, really strong. If you talk about work ethic, work ethic of Bronson Kafusi, really strong. And so when you start highlighting if your best players care most about the team and train like crazy, there's a super example. And this summer, NCAA rules have changed. We can have them in an off-season format for nine weeks. We haven't been able to do that um, ever. So we'll have them for nine weeks, but then they'll be on their own for nine. And that's what Nick was referring to. Bronco Mendenhall is on BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio Live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Oh, he has oh, his oh, snacks. Oh, uh, actually, I've missed two. There's a Snickers. Oh, yes! And, and a Reese's. And a Reese's. We are coming back! So that wasn't intentional, but just in good faith. We peak late. And based, yeah, I, I like that coming on late. So yeah, just, just c continue with the ratings because now <laughs> this should be evaluated. It's like Spike. adding a couple of recruits late. This is or a guy Devon, coming off the IR. Devon Blackman mm, and Fred Warner. <laughs> uh, if that, Jordan Leslie? Neither. If, if it was those, <laughs> you'd have to stack them because that, that doesn't reflect Fred Warner or, Devon, or Leslie. They, they need to be like a full or a king size for those. King size, King wow. Which is a nice thought. King right. size snacks as opposed to these little micro snacks. That's why I'm saying this is a slippery slope. Yeah. Like in four years, it's going to be yeah. like these, this cart of candy <laughs> so let's start for as every as, interview. So let's start as low as possible. That's is that what you're saying? Let, no. Let's go as low as we can to start, which is basically what I see. This, if this is three Give wins a season, let's just do ten wins a season with uh, like king size stuff. Is that what fair? You, what do you got on the thing? <laughs> at, at, he, he wants to know. At J.S. Johnson, snacks rank four, interview rank 100. Thank you very much. Okay. I appreciate that. I thought it was out of ten. Uh, pretty high. Apparently, wow. it's really good. I um, asked Nick Howell, who, uh, who works out the most, who's in the best shape, Kelly Papinga. Is that an accurate assessment? Kelly Papinga, Kelly Papinga would be accurate. Nick? Strong second. You guys live together? Or third. No, I don't, I don't like being with those guys because they're younger and they're stronger. <laughs> yeah. And then I've got steam issues I have to work through. So <laughs> I, I can just pretend when I'm by myself that I'm the most fit, but we all know I'm not. Coach, do you, do you mind signing our flag? I'm not sure yet. What is that? I will deliver. Listen, listen deliver, I will deliver. Give me one more great um, low snack rating comment. Okay, here, let's find another. <laughs> another low? Snack. Yeah. Not not any of them, to be fair to the <laughs> people responding, but one that he wants. Exactly I think, BYU, right. I think Coach Mendenhall is hinting that today's snacks are a one or lower. Thank you very much. Okay. That's good. All right. He we carry this into the studio. We put it in. You're part of our team now. I like that. BYU Sports Nation. 
We fantastic stuff today. Very good. We appreciate Thanks. you coming Coach, on. Coach. We will deliver the goods next time. I appreciate it. Kay. I'll do likewise. All right. <laughs> oh no, you you delivered anyway. You paid it forward, man. I trust that dude. So am I done? You are done. Yeah. Bronco Mendenhall, the head the walk off, coach, right? walking off the set. Up next, we're joined by the quarterback, Taysom Hill. BYU Sports Nation Spring Whatever Football Special continues on BYU TV and on BYU Radio right after this. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Taysom Hill front and center on BYU Sports Nation. We are live from LaBelle Edwards Stadium, a special Saturday spring football edition of BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. And How do we top the uh, what just happened? Oh, man, if you missed the I interview don't, with I don't Bronco Mendenhall. Like, I don't even know who that guy was. Wow. You know what, Taysom, you're, you're a good candidate to, uh, to step up and, and take the mic after Bronco Mendenhall. I, I don't Let's know. just start a new game. Here. I don't know what happened. I, I did see these candies here, and, and uh, some of them are looking pretty good. You, are, how, would it, you, how would you rate those snacks I, I, in Taysom Hill's world? I think anything with a Reese's is, is up there. Solid. So, yeah, I, I, 1 to 10, I would say you're sitting about 7 or 8. Okay. Mm. What's your favorite candy bar? Um, that's a good question. Um, probably a Reese's. Okay, yeah. a Reese's. Well, we've, we've delivered in, indirectly. It's, it's prob- but. We're going to have to check with NCAA compliance before we can give you <laughs> any not, of that. I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat it. We got this on camera. <laughs> I'm not, not going to do it. We can't even give you a ride across campus in a golf cart or anything like USC did. BYU quarterback joining BYU Sports Nation uh, Saturday spring football scrimmage. It just wrapped up, Taysom. 102 plays run. Bronco said he anticipated around 60 or 70, but 102. Things seemed to evolve in a positive direction as as the game got going and you were connecting downfield with some passes. How was the flow of the game for you? It was good. Um, I I think any time when we're going ones and twos and trading series and things like that, it's, it's a little harder to get into a rhythm and and be able to to get back out on the field but I I thought as a whole um, you know there are a lot of really good things that happened and um, there are a lot of things that that we got on film that we need to fix Um, but all positives you know a lot of good things to build off of. The difference between uh, last year and this year last year you knew you were you were the guy coming in and that you would finally get uh, to be the starter with no quarterback controversy. Now this year you have another year, your junior season. How much more do you think you can do? Um, there, there's always more that, that you can do. I think compared to you know last spring to this spring, I think last spring I was still trying to get back from that knee injury. and Brand new offense. Brand new offense. Um, and so now we've had a year of it under, my, under our belt, and I feel like I've been able to – be able to, to take the reins a little bit more as far as the offense. I've been able to, to coach players. we got new guys coming in. And because I've had that year of experience under my belt, I feel like I've been able to, to do a little, more, little bit more uh, within the offense and, and know it better. And um, it, It's been really good for me. 228 pounds. Not many quarterbacks in the country are at <laughs> your weight. But uh, you obviously look really good physically. How do you feel physically right now? I feel good. Um, I, I just told a, a, in an interview that I had, I, this is probably the, the biggest, fastest, and strongest that I've ever felt. And I think compared to last spring, you know, I was so worried about making sure my knee had rehabbed properly that I didn't have any injuries there, that I wasn't able to do a whole lot on, on my game, uh, hone in on mechanics and, and various things like that. But this year it's entirely different. I was able to do every workout uh, this winter workout and uh, so I went through all of that, and, and now I'm able to, you know, I went to St. George, I did a QB camp, and I've done various things like that to, 
to hone in on on things that I want to improve. Hey John Bechtels, you're working with a pitching coach too on your motion. Uh, how much? Uh, how, how have the nuances of that been developing? How how taxing has that been on you uh, during this uh, off season, if you will? Um, it, it's it's been really good. You know, I I got to credit John. Um, I was always going to reach out and to contact the QB coach, and I've been in touch with a few other guys. And John had been working with with one of the best, and uh, he's a guy that works with a lot of NFL guys. And John recommended uh, him to me and me to him and, and everything else and, and kind of got that lined up. And um, it's been really good. I think for so long I've, I've never had a quarterback coach that if I miss high or if I miss right or left, I never really knew why, you know. And now with these, these new mechanics, I can, I can sit back and say, okay, I missed high, this is why. And uh, it, it's given me a way to fix and correct when I do miss. April 12th, you're getting married to Emily Nixon, uh, sister of David Nixon, one yeah. of our good buddies. And, and then sister to Craig Bill's and wife. sister to Craig Bill's wife. So you, <laughs> the, the turkey bowls are going to be fun with you guys. They, they are going to be fierce. Um, I'm excited. I, you know, honestly, I, I couldn't imagine marrying into a better family. Uh, you guys know Dave. Dave, uh, I, th- I think really highly of him. And, and Craig and I were really good friends before even all this, this started, and, and we've only become better friends. So, Were you more nervous asking her to marry you or to go in against Boise State in 2012 and take over that game? <laughs> oh, man. Um, good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, honestly, I-, I would say I was probably more nervous to, uh, to propose to Emily. It's, uh, it's a little bit different experience, I would say, uh, playing in college because there's such high competition that you work so hard to get on the field that when you do finally get on the field, you're just excited. And I think looking back to Boise State when I was a freshman, um, I was more excited, you know, to just get out there. And, you know, when I was getting ready to propose to Emily, um, I was shaking, you know. I was was so nervous. uh, Like right now, it's freezing up there. Yeah, I'm a little shaky. I I apologize. (laughs) Uh, You know, I got the the aspect of sweating and then the wind and and everything else. So um, Don't get a cold. You still have a week of practicing. Do you mind signing our Rise Up flag before you go? Not at all. Bronco Mendenhall told us, by the way, that he's going to wear his black tank top the next time he comes and does an interview. How awesome would that be? Bronco in a black tank top. I hope he does. Hey, thanks for the time, Taysom. Taysom, great to have you with us. Good luck this summer and and good luck with the wedding. Thank you. Taysom Hill, the BYU football quarterback, just joined us on BYU Sports Nation. We're back to wrap things up with some final thoughts from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Believe it. Could we get a picture with him real quick? Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation's Spring Football Special live on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143, and on BYU TV or BYUtv.org. This has been a fun day. Let's watch football in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It's been a fun day. I, you saw Bronco Mendenhall like you've never seen him. It has been dubbed Snackgate. <laughs> Hashtag Snackgate. <laughs> he rated the candy that we gave him. Oh, man. This has been great, too. We've learned a lot. We've talked to a lot of guys. Alani Fua, Zach Stout, Jordan Johnson, Nick Howe, Robert and I, Bronco Mendenhall, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yeah, Did I miss Craig anybody? Bills. Craig Bills. I mean, this has been good. So, spring football, we've talked to a bunch of guys. Uh, 102 plays were run today. I'm not sure that I learned a ton from the spring football game that carries over, but the fact that BYU got out here, developed some depth, we, depth, we saw some guys we haven't seen, but that BYU is very confident in all these interviews. Confidence. Lots of confidence yes. going into the last week of practice ne- next week and then the long summer. 
Well, we have a moment. Let's remind you of what's coming up later today. The BYU women's hoops team, they will take on Connecticut in the Sweet 16 in Lincoln, Nebraska. That game will be live on BYU Radio starting at 2.30 Mountain, 4.30 Eastern. Also tonight, volleyball has a chance to lock up the number one seed in the MPSF playoffs if they can beat rival UCLA. 10 Eastern, senior night. BYU will play more home matches, at least one more after this, but it's the final home regular season game. The Y Awards are on BYU TV live on April 2nd for the first time ever from the Marriott Center. If you are anywhere close to the Marriott Center, you are invited. Just show up. You'll get in, and we're going to have a great time with that as well. And uh, apparently I have to wear a tuxedo or something. Exactly. I don't don't know. Not you, but me. Hey, thanks to all our guests and everyone on our crew. It's been a fantastic uh, and fun show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation for show links and much more. Yes. I wish we didn't have to go. I wish we could just keep on doing it. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com and on BYUTV.org or BYUTV straight up. For Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Eric Drage. BYU Sports Nation back to work on Monday.